1: inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at
2: heritageradionetwork.org. Today's program was brought to you by Le Creuset, made in France since 1925. The first and finest enameled cast iron cookware, a favorite for generations. For more information, visit lecreuset.com. That's L-E-C-R-E-U-S-E-T.com.
3: Welcome to HRN Happy Hour. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and somewhere is Bushwick. I'm Kat Johnson, the Communications Director at Heritage Radio Network. And I'm here with my co-host, Katie mosman wadler
4: Hey, Kat. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Almost a Friday.
3: Feels like it. And, as always, our Program Manager, Hannah Forden.
5: Happy everything. (laughs) Happy snow day, you guys. It's
3: snowing so much.
4: (laughs) I'm so thrown off by this. It's like a full on blizzard in bushwick right now and none of us like we all have like a million alerts on our phones and none of us comprehended that like an actual snowstorm was going to happen today but
3: it is it's amazing welcome to winter it's here um our guest today is one of our favorite guests she's returning for the second time um she is the chef de cuisine at the yellow magnolia cafe at the brooklyn botanic garden where we're holding our annual winter gala um, Welcome to Morgan Jarrett. Yay! Hey. <laughs> um, Morgan was so instrumental in bringing our first winter in the garden to life, and she's going to be back at it again with uh, literally an insane, insane food station at this event. And so we're going to talk about that later. I'm teasing it. Just wait. It's going to blow your mind. But first, here's Matt with wine. Mom.
0: Thank you. Hello, Matt. Won't possibly run out. Thanks, Thank Matt. you so much. Thank Did you. you get some
3: for yourself, Matt? <laughs> okay. Still slightly under the
0: weather. Aw. Okay. We will talk
3: about that. All right. So first things first, we have a few announcements. And our first one is about Winter in the Garden. Hannah, take it away.
5: Speaking of which, um, I know that all of you don't want to miss out on the insane decadence that Morgan has planned for us. So... Mark your calendars, December 3rd, Winter in the Garden. Tickets are selling, so hop on them now so that you don't miss your place. It's going to be a taster on event, like we mentioned, at the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens and Yellow Magnolia Cafe. It is just one of the most beautiful places on Earth. And it's going to be filled with some of the most delicious food on Earth and most amazing cocktails made by Southern Teague, Damon Bolte, and Dave Arnold. Um... And, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. We have a killer silent auction lined up for you. We've got raffles, and you get to hang out with all of your favorite HRN hosts and personalities and, uh, and partners us. and us. Maybe do, we're their
3: favorite HRN yeah. hosts. Yeah. What don't do we know. look
5: like? You don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe.
5: Yeah, we're going to be all dressed up, and we're really, really excited to see our members and friends there. So head to org slash gala to get your tickets Um, Yeah, and it's a really fun way to support HRN because we're a nonprofit and we work really hard to bring a lot of really amazing content to you all year round. And next year is our 10th year, believe it or not. And we really want to start it strong. So, yeah, heritageradionetwork.org slash gala.
4: So, yes, we are so excited to see you at the gala. If you need a super decadent meal in the meantime to get you through tomorrow night, uh, which is Friday, November, check me guys, 16th, 16th. Yep. Uh, Friday, November 16th at the James Beard House. Uh, some of our friends from Charlotte are putting together a really amazing dinner. Um, some great chefs, including Bruce Moffat and Ashley Boyd, and two of our favorite bartenders of all time uh, who will be there serving up cocktails. It's uh, Bob the bartender, Bob Peters, and the lovely Colleen Hughes and uh, i hope to see many of you there and i'll also be um, putting some really cool interviews with those guys on the hrn on tour feed shortly so uh take a look at that at the james beard house website
3: Uh, under their events page look for the taste of charlotte all right those are our announcements and now we're going to move on to our headlines we have some news music? There There it is. is. All right. Well, if
4: you are uh, part of our network here, you probably know about this uh, small food retailer called Whole Foods Market. Uh, This week on the food scene, Michael Harlan Terkel sat down with the founder and CEO of the organic grocery giant, John Mackey, to talk about how the Whole Foods brand can continue to nourish people outside of its stores. Um, we are talking about uh, one way that that's happening through the newly released whole foods cookbook with healthy plant-based recipes. And that will make you very, very hungry. So check it out. Uh, Those plant forward recipes from whole foods market.
5: And this week on Andrew talks to chefs, Andrew is talking to newly minted food network star, Christian Petroni. Petroni is the owner of a small chain of Italian restaurants here in the New York metropolitan region. Um, he and Andrew, he and Andrew on this episode, uh, he shares a story behind his successful Italian- American restaurant group, recalls autumn hunting trips with his father and brothers, and gets into perhaps this perhaps surprising role uh, French and Spanish food have played in his life and career. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Check it out.
3: And lastly, we have a new episode of Meet and Three coming out tomorrow. Our theme is Thanksgiving, of course. And uh, we're bringing you some unexpected takes on the holiday. Like, why magazine editors sometimes dread Thanksgiving. A uh, hint they have to spend like six months thinking about it. So, by the time it rolls around, they're like pretty over it. Um, what food was on the original Thanksgiving table and how and why the turducken was invented? We try to get to the bottom of it. I don't know if we do. No there one might really not knows. be a bottom.
5: I don't know. There's just birds inside of birds <laughs> inside of birds inside of birds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, help so us!
3: Meta. Help us so much. Okay, uh, so tune in to Meet Three tomorrow, Friday, November sixteenth, um, for a Thanksgiving episode. And if you don't get to listening it, if you don't get to listen to it tomorrow, it's a great thing to listen to while you cook your turkey on Thanksgiving. What a good idea! I know, right? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our headlines. Make sure you listen to as many of our thirty-five weekly shows as you possibly can. If um, you can listen to them twenty-four-seven, we would love that. Okay, so, Morgan. Yes. Let's get to the heart of the matter. All right. We're very, very, very excited about the food you're going to be serving at the gala. Can you tell our listeners what they can expect? Um, Yeah, so
6: this was kind of a crazy idea I had because I wanted to do something that represented like what we do at the garden, which is uh, very much um, plant-forward cooking and it's not necessarily vegetarian, but like plants and vegetables are usually the focus of uh, what we do. Um, but it's also a holiday party, and what do people want at holiday parties? They want Something like fancy. opulent, fancy, crazy, over the top. <laughs> Kind of not who I am. Um,
5: (laughs) I don't know. You have some very fancy um, floral snow boots on right now. (laughs) These are.
6: I wear my fanciest rain boots for you. Yes, this is true. They're incredible. Uh, This is my (laughs) (laughs) give opulence. (laughs) Also, um, uh, so my presentation that we're going to have at the gala is kind of similar to my opulent rain boots. Um, It's uh, we're going to do a vegan caviar bar, Um, but it's going to include. a really crazy vodka luge to go along with it. Yes. And kind of in the vein <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I get can't in wait the vein of this description. I've been like getting little teasers about it. <laughs> I'm not sure dear. I, I, I don't think I really want to go too far into what it's going to look like. Let's just say the it's going to represent the garden adequately. Um, ah, ooh. And uh, ah. I think we're working with a really cool uh, vodka company that's really in the vein of what we do at the garden. We like to work with um, local uh, wineries and uh, local spirits, um, keep it as close to home as possible. So, you know, instead of having like a French or Russian vodka, you know, we're keeping it close to home. Um, I, think, uh, I think we're going to have a good time.
5: I think so, too.
6: Can you describe a little more like
4: uh <laughs> the process of how one might obtain vegan caviar because uh like carrots don't make eggs uh in the traditional sense so
6: Oh man I was really hoping they did oh.
5: Shit. <laughs> Uh you <laughs>
3: just, have doctor, just like through. coax them <laughs> and like Come on. Ask them very you Guys easily. we have a problem <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board
6: um, no there's um of course some natural ways that you know you make caviar we all know about like eggplant caviar or stuff like that you know plants that end up um, you know having like um kind of, kind of pop you can do that with like basil seeds and stuff like that um, but we're gonna kind of go the molecular gastronomy route a little bit um and like spherilize um different types of vegetable juices and stuff like that
3: we'll talk about for people who don't know it spheralizing or spher- spherification is what is that process? Uh,
6: well, I have a gadget <laughs> <laughs> you start um, with a thingamajigger, <laughs> yeah. So, you have a gadget. Uh, there's some more complicated ones, and there's like some really simple, um, like you know, $30 things you can like do at home, honestly. Um, and just a couple of like naturally plant derived um, additives you can use, like uh, alginate. Um, to your vegetable juice, and you have your little tool, and you drop it into like a bath of water with like I think it's calcium
3: chloride. I think that's right. Don't quote me I, on this. I googled this. I so don't. do want to hurt smoother. anyone.
6: Don't do this at home.
4: Okay. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like a like a spetzel maker or something. Is that a similar yeah, kind yeah, of tool? Yeah, yeah. Like
6: I don't yeah. Know. It's a similar process. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're just like dropping. You're dropping juice balls into a bath of water. I do that and all said, the time. No, yeah. I
3: don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, as one does.
5: Well, it sounds like you're gonna have a lot of fun making it, and we're gonna have a lot of fun eating it. Yeah. Totally.
3: Um, I want to ask you about an event that Katie and I went to um, earlier this year, um, because we're now doing the Gallup with the Brooklyn Botanic Garden and with Bettina Events. We're partnering with you guys long-term, like, throughout the year to do really exciting stuff because we think that's important and fun for everybody. And one of the events that we went to at the Botanic Garden was the Chili Pepper Festival. Oh, yeah. Which was so cool, and I have to I have to shout out the hominy uh, dish that Yellow Magnolia was making. It was so, so, so good.
6: Oh, yeah, that's our, like, our vegetarian uh, green pozole. Mm-hmm. I think that's this is, like, our third year to do it. It seems like uh, people are really into the dish.
3: Yeah. Are there other events like that that the Botanic Garden does that you get to do really creative uh, dishes for?
6: Um, Goals and Gourds is probably one of the um, lesser known uh, festivals because it it follows chili pepper. Um, But it's a really fun event, and it's um, a little more targeted towards uh, families and children. Um, But yeah, we uh, do some really fun stuff with food there. Um, And then, of course, everyone knows Sakura, the big one, the Cherry Blossom Festival um, in April. Um, That's a whole different story.
5: Do you do any, like, special cherry blossom-oriented menu items? Or are you just, like, trying to fit as many people into the restaurant as possible because you're um, being
6: barred <laughs> <laughs> So This last year was my first year to, like, try to do some special stuff um, at the restaurant. And we actually uh, did it all month. We had a month-long uh oh of uh, Sakura specials um uh, which was great. We had like a cherry blossom bento box and a really cool cocktail. Um uh, so the restaurant's a little bit smaller than the entire garden, so it's manageable. Mm. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the rest of the garden, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many thousands of people it is, but uh so many. It, it's um, it's a sight to see.
3: And we talked about this a little more last time when you were here, but um to give a little bit more background about Yellow Magnolia, can you talk a little bit more about the seasonality of the restaurant and kind of as how you work through the seasons? Um,
6: yeah, um, now that we're in our second year of Yellow Magnolia, we've really developed a relationship uh, with uh, the garden and um, a couple of different horticulturists that have their own departments. Um, so that's kind of the starting point. Um, with the garden is we talk to um, the children's garden and a place called the herb garden, which are where we grow um, the majority of our vegetables. Um, so we kind of start planning, you know, almost a year in advance. Um, and so that's kind of the starting point for our menus. Um, we talk about what we're going to have in which months, and then we, we build from there.
3: I went to buy the herb garden when I was there for the chili pepper festival. And there were like some of the biggest, zucchinis i've ever seen
6: did you steal them no i, not, I could steal them
3: i couldn't have gotten i couldn't have smuggled them out of the garden <laughs> they were a giant um, would that would that like little area of the vegetables um be something that you'd be utilizing at the restaurant
6: yes there's a particular area um that's an educational section of the herb garden um it's specifically to uh, teach new yorkers you know how they could have a manageable garden right outside their apartment Um, So that particular section, um, all the vegetables there go directly to the restaurant. Uh, So we get um, tomatoes, peppers, uh, herbs, like you said, a little bit of squash, eggplant. Cool. Um, This was our first year with that section.
4: I could tell there was kind of high security. Last time I was there, (laughs) uh, I I guess I was getting, like, a little too friendly with some of the herbs, and there was a guard, Mm -hmm. like, on me because I was, like, smelling some herbs a little bit, like... Too much, I guess, and they. I, I think he thought that I was like about to just like grab a bunch of stuff and run. It's like touching artwork at a museum. It really is. I mean, they take it garden. really seriously. and You gotta smell it. <laughs> you gotta yeah, smell
3: it. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. You
4: can't put me in an herb garden and not think I'm gonna go up and like kind of get up in there.
3: But there are some sections where you can, right? Like there are some where they label like you can touch and smell.
6: I think there's one section. Yeah, yeah the Shakespeare yeah. Garden. Yeah, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, but don't get any ideas you about, know? like,
4: borrowing anything in the herb garden, because let me tell you, that is not happening. No. <laughs>
5: get your own herb garden.
3: Yeah, well, I try.
5: <laughs> in my
3: window. Uh, Morgan, oh. what else do you love about working at or working at the restaurant in the garden?
6: Um, you know, it's really nice uh, to work in a restaurant environment where you don't, like, have to uh, ride into... The city and walk through like hordes of people to be honest like i go straight to work in like a 10 minute commute and i walk through a beautiful place or like today my work looked like a snow glove it was stunning like it's the coolest place to be at in new york when it snows i mean maybe central park got something on me but like the brooklyn botanic garden is absolutely beautiful in the winter
3: did you walk into the palm house? Like is that what you're talking about? Looking The like palm
6: house is all glass. The Yellow Magnolia Cafe is all windows. It's it's really beautiful.
3: I wonder if it'll snow on the day of the gala.
6: I know last year I feel like it was like 70
5: degrees yeah. warm. It was yeah. So so <laughs> it was, I don't even remember wearing it a coat. It was
4: we should have renamed it to be like yeah. not not winter. Yeah. Global well, well, warming
5: in the garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Ouch. Oh. No, that doesn't have the same word. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cut
4: that. <laughs> cut that. Not a good selling point. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I think it would be really nice, it, even if we just got like a little, a little dusting. dusting.
3: Yeah, um,
1: so
4: it's
3: easy to get there and get home, but you have like the effect. Yeah,
5: I love that post snow sparkle.
3: Michelle, can we put an order in for that to rinse some snow? Okay, happen, yeah.
5: great, thank you. Thank you. thank you, thank you. Okay, just put that
6: in. Be- just put that in with my ice luge. <laughs> <laughs> my bosses are gonna love this.
5: Yeah, <laughs> can, can't they use this, the the shavings? You know, throw some of the oh, ice shavings yeah. down, some carving. Come on, yeah. Yeah. it's just okay. zero waste zero ice. Waste. Yes.
6: Yeah, <laughs> That's
4: exactly. the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Also, um, this year we're, we're, we're all getting very excited about our decorations, which we are going to be uh, doing some DIY action on. But I'm from Maine, and uh, my parents are bringing me this weekend, uh, just some small. Uh, trees Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just a few trees just a few little Mm -hmm. little trees little trees uh, but we've also started a bunch of bulbs and plants growing in our office which has been like very cheerful and nice especially uh, today like i went to check on all our little bulbs and the snow was falling in the window and it really made me like feel a little bit more ready for the season but we're starting our own little garden that we're going to bring into the garden garden and all right uh, we're just gonna be like all surrounded by green
6: things i just inherited a christmas cactus from the garden the other day oh cool. <gasps> yeah
5: what is really cool is that because that
6: it's mean? that's when it flowers i i'm hoping it yeah. has some promises of some blossoms at the end so cool. but it, it has a certain um,
5: festive note about it that's exciting you yeah. should put it on your table it'll be your mascot
6: it's like gonna be my only christmas decoration <laughs> in the past like five years <laughs>
5: <laughs> right. it's so hard to I'm really getting, <laughs> getting ahead christmas
6: of the here. curve now yeah
3: Speaking of plants, one of the other exciting things that we're adding on this year is uh, the VIPs will be able to walk through the bonsai room during the oh. VIP hour, and we're going to have some interesting music and tree rotations. What on earth?
4: That's the title of our. Michelle's
5: our making the music most confused animal. face I've ever seen a person make.
4: So Get it? Trees? Trees interpretation of trees. <laughs> I'm not getting it. It's, it's, it's someone explain? It's like interpretive... It, you, well, you know what interpretive, interpretive dance is, but this is interpretive saxophone and flute play <laughs> in <laughs> the in the bonsai room uh, while we're
3: walking through with our cocktails. It's going to be <laughs> like very chill, jazzy music is what I'm envisioning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Chris Kuzme, who hosts Femin About It on HRN, is a saxophonist and therefore also a flautist because, fun fact, if you can play one, you can... I dispute this fun fact. Well, (laughs) if you can play one, it's easy to learn the other. And Hmm. he is one of the people that knows how to play
4: both. Maybe I will just learn sex one day. (laughs) Uh, But he's also the brewer, uh, one of the wonderful brewers who will be supplying our event with beer. So Chris and his wife, Mary, have uh, Fifth Hammer in Long Island City. And uh, so he will not only be playing saxophone and flute for us it, during the interpretation session of the event, but when also he's uh, when he's done, he's going to pour you some wonderful
5: beers. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Morgan, can you tell us about this amazing yeah. snack array that you have? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about snacks. snacks. I Bring it to life from our the our Yellow listeners.
6: Magnolia Cafe. Um, well, I brought one of our... Um, staple dishes that we have year-round that is undeniable and will never go away from our menu. And that's our um, homemade buttermilk biscuits Mm. with salted molasses butter. Um, And then um, there's some uh, other dishes that are bits and pieces of uh, things that are on our lunch and brunch menu. We have a little bit of Anita's coconut yogurt with uh, some figs and our house made granola. I love Anita's. So good. Um, that's on our brunch menu. And then we have a little bit of a honey nut squash with a macadamia nut ricotta. Uh, We have some Brussels sprouts, some cauliflower, some cashew cream. And then one of my favorite new things I've been playing around with, it's a roasted garlic aquafaba aioli. Whoa. Uh, Which is, are we familiar? aquafaba bean juice right right so it's an aioli made <laughs> with uh, the chickpea liquid that's left over when you empty the chickpea can so there's uh no egg in there wow um but give it a try cool I'm really yeah so it. is everything vegan that you just said i think um take away the biscuits okay not exactly and the butter you take away the biscuits butter. and the butter yeah. okay yeah and then wow. everything else this is some of my favorite like vegetarian um plant-based snacks
4: cool
3: so delicious
4: Well, should we go to a quick break and we'll have a quick snack and then we'll be right back with uh, more of our interview with Morgan Jarrett and uh, then we'll get on to trivia. Uh oh. Be right back. (laughs) Be right back.
2: I'm Jimmy Carboni, the host of Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. When I'm not making food radio, I'm making food. And my favorite cookware is the 9-inch cast iron Le Creuset fry skillet that never leaves my stovetop. My Le Creuset recipe? Slab of bacon and some vegetables in the skillet. There is no better skillet than Le Creuset for my kind of skillet cooking. It spoils me. The heat retention is amazing heat a tortilla on super low heat. I even take my Le Creuset skillet with me when I travel. Bacon, quesadillas, burgers, chicken cutlets. Chefs always talk about sourcing the best quality ingredients, knowing your suppliers, using the right cookware and tools is just as important. Head to lecreuset.com slash HRN. That's L-E-C-R-E-U-S-E-T.com to see all the new products and amazing holiday gift deals. HRN listeners will get 20% off the new Le Creuset cookbook with the code HRN.
5: Still, I don't want to go to bed.
3: Welcome Steve back to HRN Happy Hour. That was some, like, super chill break music. hmm I was, like, vibing a little bit. Um, hey,
0: I thought you were into that today. Thank
3: you. <laughs> it just, like, lulled me into a nice... The, the biscuits and the chill music. It's, like, my spot. Okay. All right. We are back with Chef Morgan Jarrett, who is the chef to cuisine at Yellow Magnolia Cafe at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden, which, if you just tuning in, is where our winter in the gala will happen on winter December. in the garden <laughs> gala. I say that all the I time. <laughs> it is winter in the it's gala. It's the winter gala, winter in the garden. And I mess that up literally all the time. <laughs> HeritageRadioNetwork.org org slash gala. Um, <laughs> what did that say? Okay, so we've talked about Morgan's table and like all the great things that are gonna be at it. Um, I was wondering okay so last year we had the chocolate fountain. So like we're trying to we're trying to up it from that.
5: Oh yeah, but what other? But uh, but what? But what else is there? What else is there? You can't beat a chocolate fountain. I, I mean, maybe the vodka. I think. I think, I think a gonna vodka be. ice. It's loose. Gonna be. Guys, I
6: threw a ranch fountain at you guys, and <laughs> everyone was like, uh, "No."
5: <laughs> Next year, okay, thanks.
3: I'm down with the ranch fountain. <laughs> we'll
5: back you up. We're on your side.
3: Uh, Morgan, what uh, do you have? Any other highlights from the from the gala last year?
6: The gala last year let's see oh man I mean we had a really crazy um, was it uh, a soba demonstration it was absolutely yeah. beautiful that was
5: what I was, like, was going to say I can hear
6: you know I mean just watching that process was breathtaking I mean it really captured the entire room um, really cool um, I mean I love DJ Cherish Love music was mm-hmm. great um, both of
3: those things are coming back this year
6: Damon Bold is an awesome bartender yes mm-hmm.
3: he's coming back this year too Slinging cocktails, yeah, and we're at, so Damon and Souther will both be back, and Dave Arnold's gonna be in the mix this year. So that's super exciting.
4: It's like probably the most ridiculous lineup of bartenders, yeah. like ever. Yeah,
5: yeah honestly, <laughs> like it's yeah. If, even if even if you like you're not a foodie, if you're a cocktail person, you're gonna have yeah. Your- Yeah, I mean, mean,
6: when I think about holiday parties, I usually think it's something that you kind of get drugged to and you kind of like try to eat your weight in shrimp cocktail because you're there and you have a couple of martinis and you chat with some people that you have to chat with. This is more like the antithesis of your (laughs) average Christmas party. (laughs) It's like your favorite chefs, your favorite bartenders, Mm -hmm. good music, uh, great location, like it's...
3: And and the the food's not the traditional like heavy holiday food that you think you're gonna get. Um, we have like a lot of vegetable forward dishes. We have a lot of like fish dishes. Um, we definitely still do have a couple like stick to your ribs sort of dishes. But again, you will everything definitely
4: like not leave hungry. That's Absolutely, not a, a, remotely a consideration. But...
3: but everything is like substantial, but like healthy and fresh and good food because that's kind of what we're all about. Mm-hmm. And, and colorful. I think yeah. a, a lot
5: of our menu items are going to be really beautiful and colorful, which I'm really excited about because yeah. it's such a beautiful space and it's very neutral and then we're going to have these little pops of color like veggie caviar.
3: Yeah. Beet, beet dip from Samisa. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Alright. Well, any... Any last words, last thoughts on the gala before we move into our trivia, which is gala-themed?
5: Well, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, I just don't know what you could possibly <laughs> be waiting for. Um, <laughs> so get out your phone or your computer and go to network.org slash gala, because veggie caviar, guys. Vodka is luge. Come on. Ice luge. Interpretations. Interpretations. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited about interpretations. Matt's
4: excited. Knowing Chris, like, I, I am just beside myself
3: i actually like truly can't wait i'm just going to be like glued to the floor in the bonsai room like just taking it all in yeah <laughs> give give me a french 75 some bonsai trees and the guy playing saxophone good to go done done and done see you next year
4: <laughs> all right it's we're we're like in almost full party mode we still have yeah. a little bit of planning a lot of like paper things to print and a lot of gift bags to assemble But it's
3: party time. Yep. Yep, it is. All right. So, as you know, Morgan, we like to do trivia here at Happy Hour. This week, we were inspired by... The vegetable caviar bar, and the fact that you're doing this molecular gastronomy te- technique to in order to make the vegetable caviar. Oh no, this is so not my uh, <laughs> this is
6: so not my wheelhouse.
3: Again, you've got help. You've got help in the st- in the studio. You've got help in the uh, booth.
5: Um, a lifeline or something? Yes, Michelle. So yeah. okay. Yeah, we're all here. for we're you. We're here okay. for you too. I haven't read any of the trivia questions.
3: So this is sciencey food trivia. Uh oh. Question number one. This food product is a specialized version of a common dessert. It has a brittle texture and it's very dry. It's also oh. a staple of science museum gift shops. What is it? It's yeah. a staple of desserts of science museum gift shops.
5: Wait, tell me about wait. all the textures. Mm.
3: It's brittle and dry, but it's a sta- it's like a version oh, of a very th- common. Wait, just like space ice cream? Yes, astronaut yes. <laughs> <an> ice cream, <laughs> okay. freeze-dried ice cream. Nice. Okay, question number two. What is the name of the chemical reaction that makes foods brown when cooked? My yard. Yes. Totally. Question number three. I I couldn't say
6: anything because my mouth is so full of biscuits. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm just going to start eating biscuits.
3: Yeah, I can't answer. It's for science. (laughs) Question number three. What is the name of the French scientist who invented a process that extends the shelf life of drinks like milk and fruit juices?
6: I know.
5: Wait, Pascal, right? Close. Close.
3: Close.
4: Pasteur? Yep. Louis Louis Pasteur.
3: Named after my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. Okay, gotta make sure I pronounce these right. These astringent polyphenolic biomolecules nailed it. Found in red wines and black tea, tend to make your mouth feel a little dry. What are they more commonly called? Tannins. Nailed it!
4: I think and we made the questions too easy for Morgan. Too yeah.
0: easy. <laughs> Were yeah. you rigging this place? Come on.
4: <laughs> no one's supposed to actually get our trivia she questions us biscuits. right. Yeah. But it's true, yes.
0: Who made these questions? Fire them.
6: Exactly. <laughs> they have like two sets of questions like if you bring them food they have like the
0: softball <laughs> figured it out all
3: right last question which of the five flavors of salty bitter sour and umami and sweet sorry salty bitter sour sweet umami is this a sm- uh,
5: that was rude right now. <laughs>
3: Which of those is associated with the highest level of hydrogen ions? Now we're science, you guys. Okay. Oh, this is the best one. I know it. You want to take a
6: guess, Morgan? Don't Mormon? worry, Katie's our, our okay.
5: resident scientist.
6: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just take a swing at it. Let's see. Let's go with sour. Got it. Woo!
3: True. Really? That was yeah. a champion. Sweet. Nailed it. Yeah. That was really good. I no one I don't think did you get
4: ever, all of them right?
6: No one has ever gotten all the trivia right. I feel like Ever. you said this to me last time right I, I, I don't know if I think we must
4: we we must just like love you so much that we're totally <laughs> softballing you on trivia because you're definitely not supposed to like get them all but thank you and
3: fabulous job
4: we're <laughs> we have to get Morgan a
5: trophy
3: yes the trivia Ooh. queen of HRM. Yeah. she's gonna put it on her table at the gas. she's gonna put it at the top of the
6: ice luge
4: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> the
3: vodka will first flow down the
4: radio trophy <laughs> total nerd
6: alert the vodka luge <laughs>
3: Well, let's turn let's turn the gala. ooh, if we do have an after party, we should turn it into like our version of the Dundies, where we give like all mm. the chefs and all the participants like <gasps> trophies. Yes.
4: very very specialized trophies. <laughs> yeah, were well, yeah. are the trophies down the street?
3: Yeah, there's a store that sells like very random trophies. We should just get, buy there a are, bunch like, of feminist them. trophies.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like it's like witchy feminist Bushwick vibes. Bushwick, who guess, doesn't want one, one of those? those. Oh, yeah.
4: speaking of like Bushwick. Things I have to put in a plug. This is, I I promise I have not been paid for this, unfortunately. But, um, you guys know Friends, it's like right across the street from the Morgan Avenue L train stop, yeah. I love that, across from the halal car, yeah. Um, y'all, I'm telling you because I love you, because self servingly I don't want anyone to know about this because I want them all. But if you go to Friends, they have a Christmas ornament or a holiday ornament, it can be a Hanukkah ornament, it can be anything. Actually, it's really in the spirit of Hanukkah. It's like a, you know, those like blown glass, uh, like fruits and like realist, hyper realistic kind of food ornaments. Um, Guys, butter, stick of butter. It's, I I I saw saw it and I was like, take my money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so, so good. So I know that it's like a blizzard right now. So I'm actually going to just run over there before any of you (laughs) you can get there and buy the rest of them. But like, I love you. So you know that if you need the best ornament of your entire life, it is there at Friends.
3: Well, you know, out. like a, a like an old tradition that my mom used to do is like you hide a pickle ornament in the Christmas mm-hmm, tree. You could mm-hmm. just like change that and just do a stick of butter.
4: I mean, you do the pickle too. We have Wait. like eight pickles. Well, what explain you, the pickle.
3: It's just a thing where you hang a pickle ornament in the tree somewhere and it's green. So it's it's extra hard to find. And like every morning, my brother and I had to race to see who found the pickle first. And then you got like $5. So That's a German thing, right? Oh, it would make yeah, sense. I think it's a German. My mom's my, German. My yeah. family does it too that's where it comes
4: from they also make these mini pickles that are like super impossible oh yeah a gherkin i'm jewish
5: we just really like pickles <laughs>
4: <laughs> hannah's gonna find that pickle guys i'm gonna bring my own pickle <laughs> um yeah it's uh anyway food ornaments i think they had some other ones but honestly like i had the blinders on so
5: hard for the butter i think like, i saw a donut one. Oh yeah or maybe um, it was a bagel
3: do you need decorations for your table morgan um, no, but I need one for my Christmas cactus. For sure. yeah. You should
4: hang yeah. some butter on your Christmas cactus. I think that would be <laughs> so good. Seems to go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I I just have to say on the theme of butter, I did just down like significant amounts of biscuit and molasses butter. But so also the aquafaba aioli is very rich, very delicious. It's really cool, right? Yeah. It's I mean, super like you,
6: you can do this at home. It's like a little bit of stuff that you used to pour down the drain. It's I great, right? I
4: know I've I've always done that and uh, and in the past couple of days I didn't try this but my friends posted a photo of a pie they made with aquafaba meringue oh, really and they said it was great yeah and I made a chocolate uh,
6: mousse with it recently really yeah really cool stuff it's
0: like the only oh. way to make a vegan macaron, too
4: mm-hmm. oh can you um can you use juice from
6: other or would you want to use juice from other beans uh, recently I tried it with uh, white beans and that was actually really nice. Mm. For obvious reasons, I wouldn't mess around with the juice of black beans or kidney beans unless you're just looking for. um, What if you made it like a chocolate thing? Brownies. Hey, you try it out. Let me know how it goes. goes.
5: She's like, I'm not doing it. You can.
0: (laughs) Vegan brownies need help. So
5: come on. They do. Yeah. Quick follow up question: If I have like dried beans and soak them overnight, usually I'll like cook them in the water I soak them in. But if I drain that water? Do you think it would have the same problem? I don't know. I don't think so. To, this, you is you the probably, coo- this is the
6: liquid from cooked beans. right? You probably oh, okay. want the post-cooking. So, I mean, okay, maybe your okay. post-cooked beans, if you want to chill that juice down and hang out with it no, for a couple days, it. see what happens. Yeah.
3: Cool. Science is cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Who knew we talk so much about science? I didn't today. know this
4: was going to be a science episode. I'm very, very pleased. You're welcome. Thank you.
3: Alright, well, I think that does it that's our show that's our show happy uh, thanksgiving happy thanksgiving we're gonna be back on tuesday with a mini episode of uh happy hour so tune into that make sure you listen to meet and three coming out tomorrow um and then we'll be back after the thanksgiving holiday with more happy hour and
5: more meet and three and don't forget to get your tickets to the
3: gala slash gala
5: you best be there do you
3: want a nice luge you want a nice luge Go buy your ticket. Yes. I'm Kat Johnson. Thanks to Katie Mosman-Wadler, Hannah Forden, Morgan Jarrett from Yellow Magnolia, Michelle Hagen, who's also here, hasn't said much, but she's <laughs> definitely going to put that rental order in for the snow on the gala. <laughs> and thanks to Matt Patterson, our engineer in the booth. What, what? All right. All right. Happy
4: all right, Thanksgiving. All Bye. After
3: the Thanksgiving holiday. Bye. 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 hrn happy hour is powered by simplecast simplecast is a popular hosting and analytics platform that allows podcasters to easily host and publish to apps like apple podcasts if you have a podcast or are looking to create your very first check it out try it for free and save half off your first three months at simplecast.com forward slash heritage
1: thanks for listening to heritage radio network food radio supported by you